Hello, and welcome to the Ecom Ops Podcast. We believe that there is more than enough content focused on e-commerce marketing and not enough content celebrating the real heroes of e-commerce, those running the operation. Each week, we find and interview an e-commerce operations expert to share the secrets behind how some of this industry's most exciting businesses are run. And now, your host, Norbert Strapler, the CEO of Sync Spider. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Ops podcast. My name is Norbert and today I'm talking to Saksham. Hi and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Norbert. Yeah, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, as, as I told you uh, before, I, I checked out Outgrow a while ago already and um, it's really a great tool. So uh, tell us a bit more about you and about um, your great software. Uh, so outcrow.co uh, is a no-code tool and it has been the G2 Crowd uh, market leader in the no-code industry for over three years now and has also been ranked the number one B2B tech company in New York. So it's wow. a company that basically allows anyone uh, to create interactive content such as contests, giveaways, polls with which you can, uh, you know, uh, do researches on your audience, quizzes, surveys, calculators, or estimators, which allow you to give, you know, custom pricing plans to your e-commerce audience or recommendations, assessments, and chatbots. You can build all of this and outgrow to basically interact with your existing customers, but also with prospective customers in a very engaging way. And the content that you create, uh, it can be embedded on your website, or it can be promoted using your blog or email newsletter, or you can also put it on social media channels. Facebook now has an option for you to, you know, actually add interactive content pieces to your business page. So everyone should be using that. And you also get the ability, like using Outgrow, to track the uh, return of investment and analytics uh, on your interactive content pieces as soon as you go live. So you're basically able to easily launch multiple campaigns and assess how they compare using you know, the analytics feature of Outgrow. And finally, uh, on your results page of any interactive content piece that you have, you can have a key call to action button, which can be used, uh, you know, which can be focused on getting the user to share your content piece with other users or to follow you on social media or like, you know, to give their email address to you or to give their phone number to you so that you can follow up with all your leads. So that's what Outgrow does. And I basically work as their creative director. And I basically ensure that several departments and our clients are constantly coming up with new ideas. That's great. Wow. There is so much value in that product. I assume you are anti-website form. <laughs> why, why is interactive better? Well, it's because I think... So currently, I think I'll, be, I'll begin from scratch here. I think we're yeah. living in the information age. And the nature of the information age is that there's too much information online. So like, you know, if I wanted to hire a lawyer or if I wanted to hire a graphic designer and I went to a website, you know, someone's website and there's tons of, you know, text, static text that they've put there and all of that. And, you know, but there's tons of competitors they have and I don't know which one to choose. So I have a decision paralysis or choice paralysis. And uh, so in that case, it's better if on your website you have like the lawyer uh, on his website, instead of just having a button that says contact me, he has a proper widget or an applet or an interactive content piece that basically has asked the question, 
see how much I can save you in legal fees. And then it asks you like five different questions, like, you know, where are you based? What kind of business do you conduct? You know, what is the nature of your sales operations, et cetera, et cetera. And then it shows you over time how much money you can save by employing this law firm or this lawyer. So it gives you a, you know, a graphic value and it's giving you immediate value. It's basically sifting the information out there and it's providing you targeted value. And just before they give you that value, they ask you for your email so that you know you enter their marketing funnel and uh, they can always remarket you later or they can like, you know, engage with you with other content pieces. So that's just one example for B2B. No, great. Well, um, we are um, the Ecom Ops podcast, and I have seen that um, you also have a section here where you have uh, e-commerce recommendations as a template. Um, can you tell us a bit more about how could Outgrow help an e-commerce business uh, to grow? So for B2C, especially like all e-commerce businesses, I would say uh, one of the things we've noticed, and this is something we noticed for the 2020 Black Friday, Christmas shopping, New Year's uh, season. It was the first time in ages that uh, that entire season, I think first time in, in recent memory, that that entire shopping season has been held online. So for the first time, you know, uh, competitors or like big market players like, you know, Walmart or Macy's, etc., they didn't have the advantage of having their physical stores open and have those, you know, those big Black Friday discount rushes where everyone goes to the store and picks up stuff. You know, that didn't happen because of coronavirus, which means all the small and medium businesses and all of the e-commerce retailers who were just doing e-commerce and didn't have any physical stores, they could play at an equal level as these big companies. And how did they do that? They did that by using e-commerce recommendations. So basically... Uh, so basically, like when you go on like any website and you want to like buy a pair of sunglasses, let's say that. Let's take an example. So you're just scrolling through countless sunglasses, uh, and you know it usually becomes a huge laundry list of items you're scrolling through, and you don't know which one you want to choose, and it leads to because there's just so many items, and all of them are so cheap, especially because you know we have really uh, price manipulators in a sort like you know AliExpress, etc., where everything is really cheap, and there's like too much available. So how do you actually choose? Uh, so an e-commerce recommendation basically uh, is an interactive quiz that you can embed on your e-commerce website. So as one scrolls down through these sunglasses, uh, it just automatically like, you know, uh, pops up and it asks you a couple of questions like, you know, what is your face shape? Uh, what is your eye color? What is your nose shape? What is your hairstyle like? You know, it gives you a couple of pictures and you pick which one is your hairstyle. And based on those questions and also subjective questions like who are your favorite actors, it asks you all these questions and then it recommends you two or three sunglasses to choose from. And that basically helps rid people of their choice paralysis or decision fatigue, which has become a very big problem in today's information age. So that's what it does. And, you know, this has been happening in the physical stores like, you know, Walmart and Macy's and all of these, like, you know, when you enter uh, a shop like, you know, Prada or Zara or Gucci, there's always a sales assistant who is there to help you make this decision. And in the e-commerce world, we have forgotten the role of these sales assistants. And that is how interactive content comes in because it reminds us that we need these kind of sales assistants 24-7 active on our website, chatbots or recommenders that can actually help people make a decision. Well, 
mainly what you're saying here is that we are missing the human touch um, uh, in, in e-commerce so that it is not um, um, that, that, that we are missing the people um, helping us to find the right product and to simulate that um, it, it is possible to um, use a no-code tool like yours to to create um, an, an, a, a situation where you get recommendations and you get help to find the right product, isn't that? Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I think it's like a very important part. Like you said, it, it humanizes it and it makes decision easier. It nudges the, the user to make a decision, especially because there's too many products available. And on the other hand, what it also does is that, you know, when you put uh, e-commerce recommendation interactive content piece on your website like this, it is every time someone takes it, they answer these five questions about their face shape, you know, no size, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, it actually uh, gives you good marketing data to work with. So you understand what kind of people are coming to your website. What kind of uh, choices do they usually have? Uh, you know, what is your key demographic? Who you should be marketing to? So you can keep improving your product database based on this marketing data. And you can also keep improving your chatbot or, you know, your interactive content piece to to reflect, you know, whether they're accessing your website through mobile or through desktop. And if on desktop, what kind of browser they're using, you can optimize this to like the best extent possible so that, you know, it gives your users the best experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Um, and let's say I have an e-store, an e-commerce store. Um, what kind of conversion rate engagement um, increase can can an e-commerce store can expect. So what 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 could I expect? How could it help me? So we serve over like twenty one different industries, and yep. we have data pulled from that. So usually uh, there are twenty one different industries, and if you go on the Outgrow website and you go to the templates section, you would see pre-made templates that it basically takes you less than an hour to like adapt for your own website. You can change the branding, you can change the logo colors, you can import your own products so that those are the ones that are filtered. So it takes you less than an hour to make this. And then you just embed it on your website or somewhere. And then you would see, and this is based on the data that we have collected from 21 different industries, we have seen conversion rates increase from 14% to over 43%. We've seen the bounce rate, which is, you know, uh, the speed at which people just leave your website. So someone ends on your website and then they're like, okay, I'm going to go somewhere else. That has decreased from 62% to 17%. So you can really bring down uh, the the speed with which people are leaving your website. And then the social share rate, which is also important, is it has gone up from 3% to 28%. So because the point is, every time you have like, you know, a widget or an applet or an interactive content piece on your website, like, you know, uh, which makeup set should you buy or which sunglasses should you get or, you know, stuff like this, uh, it is providing very particular value. And if I understand, if I, at the end, like if I am a customer who goes on your website and gets, you know, a recommendation for three sunglasses, I'm very likely to share this like with my friends. So there's like all these social share widgets at the uh, outcome page of this, uh, these uh, interactive experiences. And you can, and users can easily share them over WhatsApp or over like, you know, email or social media. So it, it leads to a grassroots sharing of your uh, website's widgets. Awesome, awesome. Well, it's really very, very interesting. Um, which which stores do you connect natively? Uh, so we 
uh, connect with Shopify, Big Commerce, mm-hmm. and I think there's like a whole list of ten others that we can connect with. Uh, and you can also like don't specifically have to connect with a store if you don't want. I'm mean, like we have native integrations with all these stores, but if you want, you can also just directly upload your products into the Outgrow thing. You can literally put them on an Excel format, and then you can directly upload them into the widget. So it's really up to you how you want to do it. Cool. Do you also have an API to send those? Yes, you can also use API or you awesome. can like connect also via Zapier if you like. So it's totally mm-hmm. possible to have like all these options. Okay, great. This is cool. Um, we're going to talk about this in a, in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, and you said 21 industries is, is what you're serving. Um, is, is e-commerce a, a, a great focus or do you mainly have other channels? Well, there's been like a huge expansion in all sorts of like fields <laughs> that are possible. But yeah. uh, e-commerce is definitely a huge market. And like yeah. that is why like one of our biggest campaigns, because uh, we're constantly looking at the e-commerce industry. And I think it has received a significant boost uh, because of the pandemic. And literally every yes. single business you've heard of has moved online. And there's been rapid expansion in e-commerce. So a lot of innovation is coming here. A lot of new templates you will see on our website for e-commerce specifically and you know contests can be used as well so these are basically uh, time sensitive offerings that you can give your audience and you can just design these on Outgrow itself and so there's an entire tracking system that would be built so what happens is uh, you're like oh if you want this free t-shirt just share a hashtag on social media with like a quote about why you love our brand so much and a picture of you uh, with the brand a selfie of you Uh, and then based on how many likes or retweets your uh, your post gets, you will rise up in the scoreboard and you might get a chance to win like a whole year full of t-shirts or like, you know, a particular package or something. So you you win some product. But then it, it creates this buzz around when there are like, you know, so many people competing and all of it's being tracked automatically. So you don't really have to do much. You just really have to decide what are you going to give for free? And then you literally pick a template, you put it out there and everything is just automatically tracked. So... Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, um, I have had uh, different different um, uh, interviews and I, I remember one uh, where we talked about uh, contests and sweepstakes and um, uh, their opinions are really different here. Some say, yeah, this is really good because you can generate leads. Some say, well, um, you just provide some of you for free and you don't get really value out of the people that, that sign up for the sweepstake or for a contest. What is your opinion here? What, what, how Sorry. can I make a sweepstake or a contest successful so that I really have value later on? So to me, it's just like, I think there's a fundamental thing. And A, obviously, I don't speak for all sub-industries within e-commerce. I'm speaking for the ones uh, to which like you know you can apply this data. So it's, it's about like being taking common sense to an extent, which is... Uh, the fundamental thing is that if you're working in a business, uh, I don't know what you're, whatever they're selling, like sunglasses or makeup sets or whatever it is, uh, you understand something about that industry and, and you can be creative about that industry and that business. And so you would know in most cases what you can give away for free that is really not going to cost you much. For instance, I am happy to give away an outgrow plant to free for free to someone or like for a contest because I know that the overall return of investment for giving one outgrow plan for free uh, in a contest to in which, you know, there are 10,000 people participating is obviously much bigger. In the same sense, like, you know, 
uh, in a sunglass store, I'm quite sure, or like, you know, it, there must be a product that they know they can give away for free. Probably like, you know, a sunglass set that, you know, doesn't sell well so much. So it's just been lying in the store for the past 10 years and no one is buying it. You can just market it well and present it as the, you know, the the object to be given because the point of a contest is not that uh, you're giving the best thing in the world. The point of a contest is really that you're putting people in competition against each other and they don't really care beyond a certain point what is being given. Uh, they really care that it is for free. It is the value, the fact that it is for free. You know, freebies attract so yeah. I really think uh, contests are helpful. And and the second thing in the way that it's helpful is that uh, it takes you absolutely no effort to build this on Outgrow. It takes like two seconds. So even if no one participates in your contest, try it with a different product. I'm quite sure when you look at your store's inventory, there would be something that you're able to give for free. Like I, I absolutely do not believe that there's any industry uh, in anywhere in the world that there's something that you know you produce in overabundance and that you can give in free. I'm quite sure there's something out there. Yeah. And 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 do you run um uh, contests yourself? Yes, we run contests all the time. We ran it for awesome. like the uh 2020 shopping season specifically. We gave away so many free pricing plans and we have so many competitors that even run like even heavier contests than we run. They give like 80% discounts because it is really there's something that works, you know. So yeah. Awesome. Um yeah, um Let's let's stick a bit um, on 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 um, some some kind of rules. What I really like is um, the legal part, uh, namely that you say you're uh, GDPR compliant. So uh, although you're based in New York, um, you are um, um, okay with the uh, European regulations, which is great. So we have uh, many listeners for you from the from from Europe. Um, do do you see uh, your traffic um, from Europe as well? Oh, I think like, so the point is in, in the US, we are so well known yeah. uh, that uh, our marketing efforts are literally now concentrated on other continents. So I'm actually right now speaking to you from Berlin. Uh, oh, it's great. It's 42 a.m. here. So like literally. <laughs> well, uh, it's 10.40 a.m. here as well because I'm in Austria. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why uh, like, uh, we have had great traffic from Germany. Uh, we have had great presence in France. We have a great yeah. presence in Latin America. And uh, uh, we are just like concentrating most of the... And I think it's again, like it's what I was saying about like if uh, in the earlier question when I said, uh, when you make a competition, you would know what is something you can give away for free is the mindset that allows you to think in that way is that you have to stop thinking of you know marketing as... Uh, uh, as work, instead think of it as a game. The reason we are in Europe is because we know not many people know about us here, like besides France and Germany. So we're like, oh, it's exciting that we can actually like bring stuff here and like, you know, do new stuff. And there's some hurdles, like, you know, the new GDPR law, which we had to adapt ourselves to, and we are fully compliant. But but we take it as a fun challenge, you know. So it is really exciting to do stuff in Europe. Like one of the things we did actually, I'll give an example, is, uh, you know, when... Uh, coronavirus first came along in March. Uh, and Europe has a huge, uh, big restaurant industry. It is the most touristically visited continent on earth. And, and a lot of the restaurant industry is like, you know, has been perfected over the ages. And when the virus came along in March, immediately there was a blanket ban on all restaurants, but yeah. there was no ban on takeaway. So takeaway, deli shops were already open, but, uh, 
but main restaurants had to close and the industry was facing imminent collapse because they had no certainty as to when these lockdowns would be lifted, which was, you know, now that we look back, uh, you know, it was a good concern that they had because, you know, they're still not completely open. There's still lockdowns happening. So what one of the things these restaurants had to do was that they had an option either to use Uber Eats, which takes, you know, all these delivery services that take a cut of the, you know, of the restaurant's earnings and take a cut from the user. So it's driving up the price and it's not really a fun, fun service to use. Or they can build interactive, build your own menu templates and take out templates. And so that's what we did for them. We built uh, templates. Uh, like when you enter a McDonald's and you see build your own burger, you choose the bun type, the lettuce type, the meat type, et cetera, et cetera. And then it gives you customized pricing and then it uh, builds an entire, you know, takeaway order for you. So we did these for like restaurants in Berlin and everywhere. And, uh, you know, it really helped these restaurants uh, not invest in, you know, outside talent because they could just themselves edit these interactive menu templates and, you know, efficient size and make, make the entire delivery process efficient. And later, this really took off because we made this in March, just when coronavirus started happening. And the tech industry only got to understand this problem by April or May. So there were like hackathons launched for this, you know, coronavirus solutions. And our product, uh, this restaurant takeaway product, was uh, one of the finalists in those hackathons. And we didn't even have to make it during the hackathon because we had already made it in March. So, uh, <laughs> wow. so it's a nice challenge and we love expanding into these industries. Is what I'm saying. And yeah, very, well. very interesting. This is really also a very interesting uh, uh, space. We had a few clients uh, as well that that started off with um, with with some reservation systems and uh, and 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 food ordering systems. Um, and uh, yeah, they they had a huge growth during pandemic. Uh, but to have a tool that allows you to really click something together without coding or with less mm -hmm. coding. No code, no coding approach. Yeah. Uh, this is really um, insane, and it really can help a lot of businesses um, to to make something outstanding with, uh, with with less budget, which is great. Um, who has taught you the most about e-commerce in your career? Oh, I think the clients. I think uh, yeah. <laughs> I learned it's because That's like we best. offer all these like twenty one different uh, industries and 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 it's a no code tool. So people go to the website, they start experimenting with uh, the templates, and then they have these really nice questions, and they sometimes come up with like you know appless and widgets that just go viral, like literally. Uh, one of the things I learned, which I keep coming back to the best makeup set that suits your example, is because this client that was operating uh, a makeup store uh, said that uh, in his uh, you know e-commerce recommendation, uh, he put a particular question that said, uh, what color are the veins under your wrists? And uh, because apparently the color under the veins under your wrists, <laughs> in the veins under your wrists, uh, it determines the kind of kind of foundation that goes on your face when you're doing makeup. So, you know, you understand uh, so many particular things about each business, like uh, the more you like look at these interactive content pieces. And that's what I'm saying. Anyone who's listening to the podcast, uh, what coding, coding, like no coding allows you to basically express your creativity to your industry in a very uh, engaging way. And if you don't know how to code, there's no reason you should be held back from like, you know, bringing your expertise to the market. And, and usually I think like you, anyone who's listening is in the business there because they have certain kind of expertise to contribute to the market. That's why they've been in the business and they should use no-code tools to express it to the market because that is what the market is looking for. The market is not looking for 
coders because uh, they're not necessarily creative. The market uh, values creativity much more than coding. Okay. Um, and last but not least, my last question for the day. <laughs> um, what is your number one operations hack or tip? Hmm. I would say no coding, but also uh, the other thing that I said was uh, playing the marketing game like it's actually a game uh, instead of uh, being too stressed out about yeah. it. So really uh, being like, oh, uh, what if I just did this? <laughs> And let's see how that, uh, what result that has. So like, for instance, like I'll give you an example of something we did that really worked out, which we didn't expect to work out. But the only reason it worked out was because we just thought it would be a nice game. Uh, it's when, you know, 2020 was going disaster after disaster after disaster, like, you know, coronavirus, and then there were the murder hornets in the US, then there were cyclones, then there were wildfires, uh, then there was an earthquake in Turkey and all of that. So, so this was like in August or November 2020, we did a team building session with no-code tools in which, you know, we we told everyone to... Uh, make a fun quiz. Uh, and uh, the team came, start, decided to make a fun quiz called, Which 2020 Disaster Are You? And so we made that quiz. So it asks you a couple of questions about how the year has gone for you, etc., etc. They're a fun question. And then it tells you whether you are like, you know, coronavirus, whether you are like, you know, the financial collapse, whether you are like the, uh, the locust swarms or the earthquake, etc., etc. And then we put this quiz. Uh, we thought it was really funny and it was just a team building thing over like, you know, uh, alcohol and everything. So we just put it on Product Hunt, which is a website that looks for new products all the time. And it has a monthly traffic of 6 million viewers. And we put it on Product Hunt. Anyone can submit anything on Product Hunt. And it went viral on Product Hunt. Everyone loved it because we somehow connected with the marketing zeitgeist uh, of, <laughs> of late 2020, where everyone was frustrated with 2020. And they needed exactly this kind of frustration breaker Uh, to to engage with and and you know our brand outgrow was on the quiz and since e-commerce rec recommendations are essentially quizzes a lot of people understood what our brand does through that marketing uh, quiz and uh, that is something Great that happened idea. only because you know because we think of it as a game we just thought of it as yeah. a game we just thought it'd be fun so yeah <laughs> that's really great yeah it makes fun doing something like this really um I absolutely love this so Uh, what we learned today, and this is really um, amazing, that um, that being interactive can increase your conversion rate. So being um, not just with the form out there, but being interactive, doing recommendations can help your business grow, can help your e-commerce grow because you bring in some kind of human touch. And I also love the aspect that um, with some humor, uh, some fun quizzes, um, what you said, you also can reach um, the people. And we're all talking to people and selling to people. And, and this is what the um, e-commerce part or a web store actually is missing. And bringing some human touch in there really can help you to grow. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Norbert. Stay well and have a great time in Berlin. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for Ecom Ops Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.